have to say, Dave, every now and then I, I think that we should take the theme tune and make it a little bit more of a higher budget production. The, the, the sort of music person inside of me wants to kind of take it to the next level a little bit. I really. wonder what that little fellow was doing behind you. Um, he's a creepy one, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know. I quite like it. It's got a certain charm to it. It's like a it's little sort of lo-fi fun, isn't it, I suppose? Yeah. I mean, don't take ourselves too seriously. In, you know, in with, with regards to the theme tune, anyway. Why would you say that? I take myself extraordinarily seriously, especially when undertaking this podcast journey with you. <laughs> it is a journey. <laughs> How are you, anyway. mate? Is it? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah. Journey. Uh, how are you? How uh, are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah. Fine. Uh, <laughs> normal, really. Yeah. On good. all fronts. On the uh, Russian front and the Western front. Good. And the the other front as well. The the, the top and the bottom. And covered it all from both sides. Oh, how are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah I'm all right. I had a wimpy today. A wimpy? Yeah, I went to the wimpy. Is it 1997? Uh, no. Okay. But they're still going. Are they? They gives you... Ni- they, they gives you... What do they gives me? They gives you the knives and the forks, they do. Well, it's generous, isn't it? Uh, massive portions. Yeah. Um, I had a uh, regular quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, nice. Uh, and yeah. uh, chips. Uh, my friend, who I was dining with, had... <laughs> yeah. um, uh, he doesn't listen... To, uh, I don't think you've does. not managed to recruit the person no. you you have your wimpies with. No, bloody no. hell! Not yeah, good so that is a bit annoying, actually. Yeah, wanker. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's all right because you'll never listen. No. So he had um, Bender in a bun. Uh, run that by me again, Dave. He had a he he had Bender in the bun. It's quite a famous one on the menu. Bender in a, the bun. Bender in the bun. Yeah, it's like sounds a, like my it's weekend. Like a bendy sausage. Okay. Really looks um, looks horrendous. Actually, I wouldn't have it. But there you go. Wimpy, thank you. Enjoyed it. A wimpy bender in the bun. Is that mm, what you're saying he that's had? That's what he had, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and a, and a min- I don't see anything weird to uh, to construe no, from that. Nothing to... No comments whatsoever. Nope. No. Good. Okay, move on then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. Um, yes, Dave. Do you know that what's been happening in the world? Um, mostly. It's. I'll Is tell you what has been happening. Ha- news has been happening. Oh, shall we find out what kind of news has been happening? Yes. It's news, the kind of news uh, that's happening in the world. That was weird. That's your weirdest one yet. That was uh, alternative facts there. That was strange. For that news jingle. I'm just going to brush, we'll just brush over it. Should we we say it's a fake news jingle? Yes, fake news jingle. Fake news jingle. Yeah. Dave, I've already forgotten what we decided. Am I going first? No, I'm going to go first today. I'm putting my foot down. I'm Uh, I'm sick of being dictated to and I'm just, I'm sticking it to the man. Oh, here we go. Ready? Headline. I'm ready. <clears throat> you you won't be surprised to know that it's about a subject I have briefly touched on before. Wait, can I guess? Yeah, please. Is it? It's going to be either one of two things. <laughs> right. Okay. Fine. Is it uh, particularly uh, a particular genus of avian news? No. Or is it a, a particular type of robot news? Yes. Is it robot news of the sexual variety? 
Sex robot creator claims five-minute orgasms with his lifelike android has improved his marriage. Wait, so he has five-minute orgasms? I'm not sure. It doesn't specify. <laughs> Let me dig deeper. <laughs> the creator of an artificial intelligence sex doll claims having regular orgasms with his creation has spiced up his marriage. Okay. Dr. Sergi Santos is one of the developers be- uh, behind the hyperreal sex robot dubbed Samantha, which I believe is, is it the- Samantha again. Yes, I believe is the one that got um, heavily molested. She was. She had a tough time. <clears throat> the android has the ability to create emotional closeness and progress through different modes, from romantic to family to sexy. Family. Yes, I know. That's freaking me yeah. out right now. I don't know if that means she's just like you know playing with the kids. Yeah. Um, How? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, that's not. That's oh. not. Let's not dwell on that. But the, the thing is, sorry to stop you, but no, please. Aren't emotional responses to things? Isn't that the 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 fundamental difference between a robot or an android and a, and a human? I would. You would have thought. And they're claiming that that Samantha can do this. They're, that's what they're. That's what he's claiming. And and Samantha has been developed developed specifically for sex. Mm. So if we can develop robots or androids that can develop emotions, so, we're doing that for sexual purposes but, and not for anything else. But it has got different modes. So you've got um, romantic sex, um, sexy sex, and family sex. <laughs> oh, um, Santos shares oh. his Barcelona home with his wife and a family of silicon sex dolls with wigs and artificial brains. But the 39-year-old says having regular sex with his cyborgs is not detrimental to his marriage. In fact, he claims it has improved their relationship. Is that because his wife is, in fact, another one? No, his wife is a human. Santos But do we know that for sure? Well, just... (laughs) No, we we don't. Uh, Santos said, I'm really having sex with my wife now. I'm not rushing anymore, and I don't last five minutes. I enjoy sex with my with my wife a lot more because I don't have to rush. <laughs> Did he say I don't last five minutes? I don't last five minutes. Yeah, he's saying that like it's a bad thing. I don't understand. So he's saying, what is he saying there? Well, he's. I think he's saying he's lasts longer than five minutes. Okay, okay. I don't last. Yeah. Five, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, someone who you know from the London area, if you say I don't last five minutes, it might be like, well, you don't last very long then. Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. I don't last five minutes. I can go longer than that. I see. Yeah, so well, d- well done him. <laughs> Hats off. Uh, the Samantha sex robot was presented in, in Barcelona in March. We touched on that, I think, last week. Oh, did and we? He said, <laughs> <laughs> well, quite a few people touched on it. And he's said to respond to being touched in different areas of her body. He explained her function, saying she was designed to be interactive. Basically, basically, she likes to be touched, he said. She has different modes of interaction. She has romantic, she has family, and she has sexy modes. Family. We've done that. Family, seriously. He gets uh, more specific. You can touch in the hips. <laughs> you can touch in the hips. <laughs> in them. Oh, it's like she's got incisions in her. Hmm. In the arms. <laughs> I'm glad she, you said arms. I thought you yeah, were going to say in something the arms. else. <laughs> well, she likes to be kissed. She also responds to the G-spot and the breasts. All oh, right. Let's, yeah. Hey, let's see if you can find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, she no. can also respond to the hands. The hands are romantic. <laughs> the spots she feels sexy are the mouth and the G-spot. Okay. He sounds horrible, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't, this, is sounds, this is such a clinical way of thinking about yeah. like human sex. 
that it just feels so wrong discussing it in this way. Mm. Like she responds at point A and point B on this map of her body that I I've, know, I know, that's covered in diodes that connect to her silicon brain. I just think, Ugh, no, that's so unsexy. I don't know how to. Well, each their own. <laughs> uh, he says the final objective of the sexual mode is to get her to orgasm. Uh, okay, I don't, I don't think, know how that. Works. I don't really think it's about uh, it orgasming. Uh, Oh my god, that is amazing. That is amazing. Would you give Samantha Stephen Hawking's voice then? Is that what? Yeah. <laughs> Does um, she have voice modes as well? Yeah. Uh, but he's he's looking further. He aims to develop male robots as well. He said sex robots had the potential to benefit society from helping closeted lesbian, gay, and bisexual people <laughs> to preventing. S- I'm not laughing at them. I'm laughing at him saying, well, yeah, what are you saying? Don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, also to preventing sexually transmitted diseases and progressing AI technology. Uh, I, I guess in, I think, in I many think, ways he's not wrong, is I think he? he's building, I think you're, you're creating an advanced sex style, mate. I think that's what you're doing. You're advancing a robot that people can shag. Yes. That's, that's ultimately it. The, the thing, like he's, he's trying to highlight the areas of, as if it's a, a pursuit purely of scientific benefit, which to some extent it will be. Because any exercise that involves creating robots that you're trying to make them intelligent, then sure, it's going to advance that area of study. But why don't you focus on the fact that it's about sex? Yes, you smutty little man. Yeah, like it's it's irrelevant. Like if these if these robots we're we're shooting off to Mars in a rocket to start colonizing it, then great. But it's about sex, isn't it? Yeah. Well, don't you, overplay. What it. are they going to do in a war? Shag you to death? They probably could. What a way to go! You know, if they're robots, they're probably powerful and yeah. strong. Well, yeah. she's not walking around the house, is she, by herself, I imagine? I don't know. I don't know. You just plonk her down, right? I don't know. She, I, it'd be weird if she started following you around. That'd uh, be odd. And, like, asking for sex. Yeah. That'd Come be on. Odd. Or other things. I don't know. Yeah. Some money to... Get in the bedroom. <laughs> no, I <laughs> Again, don't want Stephen Samantha, <laughs> please. I'm absolutely... I'm, I'm drained. <laughs> Physically and mentally. I've got <laughs> nothing in me. I'm, I'm a shell of a man. <laughs> Find another fucking robot. Yeah, uh, your big sperm kettle. <laughs> right, next. <laughs> Is that it then? That's it, yeah. Finish on an insult. Uh, Have you got one? What, an not, insult? Not a robot. Uh, a, um, I've not got a robot. A story. Or an insult, actually. Uh, well, some of these, uh, in this, some of these uh, street names in this article, my new story might be considered an insult. Um, okay. So, Dave, have you ever considered how, if you are looking to buy or rent a property, that the value might be partly based upon the name of the street or the road? No, I wouldn't have thought that would be the case. Right. Well, this is, in fact, uh, supposedly a growing problem in today's competitive housing market. Oh, come on. So, this is an article from The Telegraph, uh, and it's called Dumb (laughs) Dumb Woman's Lane and Titty Ho, the streets where it's four times harder for owners to sell their homes. And the implication is that there's some ridiculous road names and street names out there that make it harder for people okay. who own those properties hope, to actually sell them. I hope you've got some examples. I do. I all right. Do you? Yes. Oh right. Yeah. I thought you were, yeah. you were asking. I'll just read the ones in the picture in front of me. Okay. Crotch Crescent. <laughs> yeah. I love the alliteration there. Yeah, you know, I'm a big good. fan of that. Yeah, yeah. I've said this one already, but Dumb Woman's Lane. Can you see that picture, that, Dave? Yeah, that's. Can you verify for me that dumb and woman's are two individual words? words? They knew what they were doing. Dumb woman's lame. What? Where is the backstory <laughs> oh for God. that? Uh, Spanker Lane. That's nice. And Stalin Road. Brilliant. 
you know, if you're going to name your road after a famous figure, name it after someone who's been responsible for the death of millions of people. I'll use his first name, you know, Joseph <laughs> Road. Joseph Road. And then, of course, I'm happy with that too. So homeowners living on a road with a rude, silly or controversial street name are four times less likely to sell their property compared to those living on neighbouring streets. Mm. So literally neighbouring streets, this study says. Okay. Um, neighbouring streets with normal names or more conventional names. So Britain's rudest roads, I love that. Britain's rudest roads include the likes of Crotch Crescent in Oxford, Dunwoman's Lane in Rye, Spanker Lane in Belper, which is just funny by itself, and this one, Dave, Backside Lane in Doncaster. Backside Lane? Backside Lane. It's just horrible. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, for instance, uh, house sales on Dunwoman's Lane have been few <laughs> and far between since 1997, with four times fewer house sales than on the neighbouring Station Road, which is, of course, a very normal... Station Road? Oh, no, that Station- is a, No, yeah, you, sorry, yeah. You were just trying to preempt me there, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, Spiders Lane and Liquors Lane have also had four times fewer property sales. Um, like that. Uh, the study found that there have been just five sales on Rats Lane since 1997 and four on Loveless Gardens. Loveless Gardens. Loveless, as in l- less of love. Yes. Imagine oh, trying dear. to sell that as an estate agent. Seriously. Dear, dear. Uh, here's another one for you. Cockadobby. <laughs> Cockadobby Road. Cockadobby. That means it sounds like... Have a shit or something like that. Is that what it means? <laughs> Cockadobby. Oh, I've got, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm know. Busting. I've got to go on Cockadobby. No, I can't hold it much longer. <laughs> uh, so, but however, it's uh, not one. You know, there's always a exception to the rule. Uh, not all of the streets have suffered such dismal house sales. However, Crotch Crescent has seen 15% more homes sell than nearby Dewent Avenue. While there is another example, 34% more property sales on Titty Ho than on neighbouring Wellington Road. <laughs> so, obviously, some ridiculous names are more desirable yes. than conventional yeah, yeah, names. Yeah. I would want to live on Titty Ho Lane or whatever it is. Yeah, it would be It would be good to have to say that a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got another one down here. Um, that I, I literally cannot believe that this is even a thing. Uh, so... <laughs> Some of, of course, some of the most embarrassing street names of Britain have successfully been replaced. Uh, the residents have come together and changed their name because they they are that much ridiculous that you know they've got constant tourists arriving to yeah. take pictures and nick the signs okay. and all that sort of thing, graffiti, etc. Uh, uh, a good example being the inhabitants of Dave Butthole Road. No, that's come on, that's not real. I will zoom. Oh no, I can't zoom in on this. Butthole Road. Butthole Road. But with two T's, one word. Hole, H O L E, the next word, road. But hole road. I'm not having that. It's real. Well, it's not anymore because they changed it. Uh, what did so they change it to? It's uh, well, Sphincter Avenue. <laughs> that'd be great if they changed it to something else that, uh, well, Backside Lane was another one. Yeah. Um, so they changed it to, how, do you, how would you say that word? I say Boniface, Boniface. Is it Italian? I'm not gonna. Boniface. 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 Boniface yeah. I'm gonna call and go with that. Um, but but Butthole Road was thought to refer to a communal water butt once located in the area. Yeah, but it doesn't explain the sure hole. It was. Sure doesn't it explain was. the hole, does it? Um, so yeah, they 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 for years they put up with um, guffawing US tourists, tourists mm-hmm. having their pictures taken with the road sign and nicking and, the road and, sign and and other. Um, I won't. No. Other guffawing. Other, not yeah, just Americans. Chortling. Chinese Welsh. tourists. <laughs> Wailing. Alliteration. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Jumping Japanese tourists. 
and uh, scintillated Scottish tourists. Yeah, and you could have a uh, rolling around the street laughing Russians. Very good. Yeah, uh, we should have been guffawing Germans, really, shouldn't we? Yeah, or guffawing Ghanaians. That's better. Ghanaians. Ghanaians. Yeah. Or anyway, uh, it's not what the Gabe story's about. It's not Gabe, what the story's about, is it? Gabonese. Pardon? Gabonese. Thank you. Gin- Guineans. Yes. Quite right. Is that, that a joke? Papua New Guineans. The road you live on, has that got a funny name? No. What is it? <laughs> I think I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, nearly. <laughs> What's your postcode then? Uh, <laughs> cunt. Uh, <laughs> oi, oi, oi. Now, I apologise. There is uh, no need for that. So did you like those, Dave? Yeah, they were good. I can't believe, was, some, I can't believe some of them are real. What was your favourite one? Cockadobby um, or Butthole? Yeah, Cockadobby, I think. Yeah, Butthole is my favourite. But I don't want to be misquoted on that. So. No. <laughs> no, don't be. Please don't be. I won't be. Well, I don't know. That's up to... Not up to me. <laughs> so, um, have we got time for another news story? Yeah, but I'll make it very quick because it's a... It's a it's a regular return. It's not regular, that regular anymore, but I've got some new Seagull uh, News. Seagull News! This is, um, this is an, an unusual call for Tamworth firefighters after rescuing a seagull and a goat. Together? No, not together. So the, 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 <laughs> it's very misleading, the headline. Okay. Tamworth firefighters received a couple of bizarre calls recently after a seagull and a goat got themselves into a spot of bother. Instead of tackling blazing fires, crews were called to River Drive to assist a seagull on September the 16th and a stranded goat in Kinver the next day. A spokesman for Staffordshire Fire and Rescue Service said, We were called to River Drive in Mile Oak. Very specific. If you don't know where this is, don't worry. Neither do I. <laughs> on September the 16th at 8.37am to reports of a seagull trapped on a lamppost. On a lamppost? Trapped on a lamppost. How does one <laughs> get trapped upon a lamppost? I'm trapped on this lamppost. Can't you just fly off? Oh, oh yeah, I can. See you later. Yeah. Uh, I'm not buying it. No. I mean, well, I'm not saying they're lying, but how do you... I don't get it. I think it's a hypochondriac uh, seagull. Oh, I can't get down Atten- from a- me that post. Attention-seeking uh. seagull. A crew from Tamworth attended alongside the aerial ladder platform from Longton and rescued the seagull from the lamppost. They left the scene at 10.20am. On September the 7th... <laughs> I'll continue. On September the 17th at 6.44pm, five crews, including the Water Rescue Unit and Animal Rescue Unit, were called to Dark Lane... Kinver to reports of a goat stuck in the river. They used the boat to rescue the goat from the riverbank. These, that these, is the end of the story. Uh, you got through that very quickly. You oh, were, you did yeah. say uh, you you were giving me the, the the signal to push on, so I did. I gave you the signal. Yeah. So correct. there you go. New seagull news. What? Our, our eagle-eyed or our seagull-eyed listeners. Gull-eyed. Yeah, seagull-eyed yeah. works. Yeah. Uh, will be <laughs> um, pleased. I feel like we've. Now put in the effort to appease our fans, mm. and particularly our very keen fan, Mr. Henry Christopher. Yeah, don't keep saying his name, because it will go to his head, I imagine. Uh, I mean, I don't know him, but... No, neither do I. No idea, really. No. But uh, he strikes me as the arrogant sort, so, you know. Ooh, your opinion. <laughs> no, Joe's opinion, not Dave's. Anyway, we should probably talk about football as well. Okay, Joe. <laughs> should we talk about football? Yeah. Should we have a um, <laughs> Should we have a Premier League roundup? This is a roundup of the Premier League scores from the weekend, and uh, we've got two people to um, read you the scores this week. We do, uh, and they are going to 
hit us off now. Hit us off? They're going to beat us off. No, they're going to hit... Uh, hit they're going to start. Speak for yourself, Dave. Are they here now? They are here now. What, right now? Right now. Now, now. Live. Okay. Okay, here it is, your Premier League roundup. Huddersfield Town. It's nil. Tottenham Hotspur 4. AFC Bournemouth nil. Leicester City nil. Manchester United 4. Crystal Palace nil. Stoke City 2. Move! Southampton 1. West Bromwich Albion 2. Watford 2. Now on to my esteemed colleague Frank for the remainder of the Premier League roundup. Thank you. West Ham United 1. Swansea City 0. Chelsea 0. Manchester City 1. Arsenal 2, Brighton and Hove Albion, 0. Everton, 0. Burnley, 1. <coughs> Newcastle United, 1. Liverpool, 1. <laughs> Very good. That's your Premier League roundup. That was, I liked that. I wasn't aware they were pals. Uh, yeah, they, they, they've been hanging out in the... Uh, hanging out? In the afterlife. What, what, what hold on. It's a nightclub. <laughs> Only... I'm pretty sure only one of them is very much alive. It's a nightclub. Oh, I see. I beg yeah. your pardon. You said that twice as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what what was your highlight, Dave, of this week's action in the Premier League? Um, what was your favourite bit? I don't really have a favourite bit. Can I tell you my favourite bit? Yeah. Um, it was in the Sunday's fixture between Newcastle United Lake and Liverpool. Very good, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, in which they drew one all, which I think was a great, did, yeah. great result for Rafa against his old team. He has not lost against Liverpool since he left left them as manager. Right, okay, which well, is, that's good. Which isn't bad for him, yeah. is it? As a personal well uh, stat, but yeah, Liverpool looked a bit toothless again and relied on Coutinho's absolute screamer. Did you see that? He does that, doesn't he? he? From time to time, as in every couple of weeks, he's out out. Standing uh, long shot again from him. Yeah, he's got quite a foot on him. A pair. He's got quite a kick, hasn't he? Oh, he's got a he's got he's a, a good kicker. A leg primed for kicking. The other one is apps is useless. It might as well just be a a a fish. He doesn't really use it at all. It just sort of hangs there and he hops around on. Yeah, it's gammy. It's gammy. <laughs> gammy leg. <laughs> But what so, happened? Was there something happened then? Yes, it was. It was. Uh, it did absolutely. It did. It did. It did. Uh, sorry, I don't know what came over me there. It certainly wasn't you. Oi. Oh, uh, that's, what? That's terrible. Thank you. Uh, so yes, controversial thing happened in this game. Um, so BBC Match of the Day two subtitles mm. uh, that were popping up on the screen. They are live generated subtitles from a piece of software. Uh, from the commentator, so it's not. There is very little time for it to be controlled. You know, it's, it's generated live. We've all seen it on TV when you're in the pub and they've got the, they've got it muted, but you can see the yeah. And when you actually read it, it's often kind of rubbish because it yeah. doesn't quite get it right. Gobbledygook. Yes, indeed. But there was a mishap in this game with the match of day two subtitles that I can't see as being a technical error, but as being some kind of rigged. Oh, okay. Prank is a good word for it, Ooh, I guess. Pranksters. Because Guy Mowbray, who was the commentator for BBC, was saying this. He said, Sturridge has scored in all four of his previous Premier League starts at Newcastle. Uh, for the Reds, 
Against the team in black and white, he boasts five goals in five appearances. Okay. And that second sentence... Yeah, it's pretty good. That second sentence... Mm. For the Reds, against the team in black and white, he boasts five goals in five appearances. That's the key one. Yeah. Because on the subtitles, it came up as this. For the Reds, against the black and white scum, he boasts five goals in five appearances. (laughs) Now, the bit in that sentence that's wrong is the key. So, (laughs) he said, team in black and white. Okay. Yeah. And it came up on the subtitles as black and white scum. <laughs> Someone's done that. You're right. Have you ever done that thing? Did you do that thing at school where you'd go into the... I can't remember how you do it, but you go into the key commands. Yeah. It was very easy to do back then, but maybe not so much now. And we did it. So whenever someone hit the F key, it came up it instantly in a word processor. It, it instantly put in the words, fuck you, with an exclamation mark at the end <laughs> okay, of it. Okay, right. And uh, you'd actually have to delete it to... So you'd hit the F, you're trying to write a word with F in it, and it would just put fuck you in the sentence. What, in the school? Automatically. In the school. That's terrible. Did you also do that thing at school where you used to call your teacher mum? I, I, I remember doing that once at primary school and just wanting the world to swallow me. Oh, it's so embarrassing. But uh, funny yeah. enough, I, you, you know, still I, do it. I did that a lot. And, and, <laughs> you and did later, it last week. <laughs> well, no, later in life, I actually found out that my teacher, um, he was in fact my mum. He was your mum, yeah, was he? Yeah, so I was right all along. Wow, that, I feel like we should write a movie around that and have some really dramatic music over that scene. I probably wouldn't want to relive any of it, to be fair. I don't know if I wrote it up. You wouldn't star in it, then? No, I'd get someone else to play me. Cool. I feel like we've gone a little bit off... Uh, a little bit, yeah. 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 So, I think it's a, I think it's a prank, because it said, the team in black and white, and it came up as the black and white scum. They don't even sound alike, and I can't imagine a computer algorithm mistaking no. someone saying the team in black and white with the black and white scum. It was a Sunderland fan doing the yeah. subtitles, wasn't it? It was a, a Mackham. They're Mackhams, aren't they? Um, Mackhams. Sure. They go, um, Mackham must work for the BBC and thought, oh, this will be funny. And you know what? If he's kept his job, fair enough, mate. I thought it was quite funny. As long as not too many Geordies are offended. No, I, don't think anyone, I don't think any of them would be offended. Of course they would. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like if someone called me scum, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think I'd find that very offensive because I'm quite confident and comfortable in the fact that I'm not scum. Are you really? Okay, well, good. Well, I sure. Suppose, Are you sure? I suppose that kind of reaction makes <laughs> Are you me sure? question it. <laughs> I'm already uh, taking you down brick by brick. Thanks, mate. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my, uh, in this uh, football tennis, that's my first thing. I guess I should end it with another quote from a BBC spokesperson, if, if you also let me, David. Yes. Uh, who said, Our live subtitling service is normally very accurate <clears throat> and makes our content much more accessible. But there are times when unfortunate errors occur. Bullshit. On this occasion, the error was spotted and corrected immediately. However, not immediately enough because it did go to broadcast. Yeah. So, yeah. well done. Well, they, they've made a big boo-boo. A big boo-boo. Absolutely. Um, what have you got for me, Dave? What do you got? Well, a little football story do you want. Okay. Well, that's How what about, we're doing, isn't it? Um, Russia 2018. Oh, yes. Coming up, well, in the summer, right? Yes. The the Ekater- Eker- Ekaterinburg Arena. Do you need to clear your throat? Ekaterinburg Arena. Ekaterinburg Arena. Ekaterinburg Arena. Ekaterin? Ekaterinburg Arena. I'm guessing, I don't know. Whatever. That arena. After being selected as a host venue for the 2018 World Cup Mm -hmm. in Russia, um, the the arena (laughs) realised that they had their work out if they were going to boost the stadium's capacity to meet meet the tournament minimum uh, in time for kickoff. Yeah. The arena in... 
uh, the, this place, um, boasted an initial capacity of just 27,000 seats, some 8,000 seats shy of the FIFA, FIFA tournament minimum, which stands at 35,000. That's the minimum for tournament? Yeah, 35, I didn't know 000. that was a thing. That's interesting. Yeah, 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 I yeah. guess 35 is kind of what an average Premier League is. So they should be that size. I yeah, suppose so this enough. stadium was already built. So what they did yeah. was they, they basically, boast, they boastically, they've, they've boastically, boastically, they've opened up two ends of the stadium behind the goals and just built these stands sort of outside of the ground. That look like in on it. Bleacher style. Look at that. Right? I know that doesn't help you at home. No, that We're does gonna, look I'm completely gonna post, ridiculous. I'm going to post this picture on our Facebook page, so check it out. But, if, I mean, if you were right at the top of this stand, you would. You, they are the worst seats ever. You would not see anything. They're horrendous. Well, really, uh, you'll be kind of looking into the original roof and not actually at the pitch, right? Yeah. It's so, ridiculous. So rather than go, oh, stadium's not big enough, someone's gone, oh, well, let's just get these temporary seats. Put them up. It's like when you go to, around someone's house for Christmas and they've got to get the emergency chairs out. That's what's happened. It looks like a, an enormous and extremely unsafe bunch of scaffolding with some chairs on it as it well. It is. It is. I imagine a scaffy's nightmare. So, um, so yeah, check that out. Um, Russia 2018. So all, pop all's going Facebook. well. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Or not. Do you reckon they can salvage... What is seems to be a little bit of a mess, Dave? I mean, no, I don't think so. Cover it in some lights and put some drapes over it or something. They might, yeah, drapes would be good actually. Although, if it rains, they'll become very heavy, <laughs> yes, and therefore a hazard. And, it, and in fact, if it rains and you're sitting in the stand, you will get very wet as well. True, they're completely uncovered. And we're talking Russia, right? Yeah, summer it may be, but I don't know where this is in Russia. Does it say whereabouts? Uh, yes, it does. Good, Yekaterinburg. Oh, that's the that's the place. Okay, I have no idea where that is, but if it's anywhere near the Russia. Nor- northern bit of Russia, <laughs> then yeah. I wouldn't trust on a being a hot and dry summer. No, don't trust it. So, so yeah. that's a, just a little football short for you. Any more, or are we going to do uh, something else? We're going to do a new feature now. I think, aren't we? Are we not doing? Are we not doing that one? Should we do? Can we do uh, one of our? Because you you wouldn't expect to have this at this time of the season. That's true. But there is this. That is true. I apologise for jumping the gun. Are you ready? No, please don't apologise. Transfer stuff. Transfer stuff in the middle of the season? Transfer stuff, Dave, it's October. Have you you gone mad? No, No. we haven't gone mad. I haven't, have you? We've got an update for you. Update! Did you want to... I feel like you paused wanting a soundbite, so I just did one. Yeah, that's fine, yeah. Go on then. Update! Update us on the update, Joe. Oh, it's over to me, is it? Yeah, it's very Fine. much so. So we, I think it was episode 30 or 31. Towards Early the 30s. End, uh, yes, uh, we're both in our 30s. Uh, towards the end of the window of transferable opportunity. So I say towards the end. Yes. 14 seconds after the end. Exactly. So just to recap then, Leicester City were trying to sign uh, Sporting Lisbon? Yes, yeah. right. Sporting Lisbon's Adrian Silva, but they failed to get the paperwork in time. In on time, uh, 14 seconds too late, to be exact, mm. on the deadline day, which was the 31st of August. Um, and on Wednesday, because this appeal process to try and get him registered to play in the Premier League has been going on for a while, or since then. On Wednesday, FIFA rejected a FA appeal. So that basically means that the Foxes, Leicester, can't play him. They can't register him until January when the window of transferable opportunity opens once more. But he's left Sporting Lisbon as well. Yes. So he's just what? He's just in limbo. Yeah, but he's obviously not a free agent because he has signed a contract, but he's not not unable to register. 
So and what, and I had, there's something else in this article where he's actually not even allowed to. Um, he must be yeah, allowed so to train. He has sure. been in the stands to watch Leicester at the King Power Stadium and has worked with fitness coaches at the club's Belvoir tra- training ground, but he's barred from actually working alongside the squad because he's not registered in the in the team. So he's not allowed to near them. I don't know about <laughs> near them. I'm sure he's met them, but that would be great if he's not. He's allowed to mix with them socially, but not professionally. That must be it, yeah. So what's he going to do for three months? He's got to find himself like a little hobby or something. Yeah, well, he's, he's returned to Portugal apparently to be with his family. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. predictable. At least was, he's got a family. I thought he'd f- try and find some sort of seasonal work. Because <sighs> I know that... Um, what, like, you know, picking fruit or something like that? Well, this time of year, <laughs> um, you know, in the next... In, certainly in the next three months, I know that, um, like, my local garden centre... They yeah. have seasonal staff come in to do the Christmas trees and all that. Well, yeah, generally the retail industry as well. Yeah, you know, you, no, they bat, they put them through that big netting machine, don't oh, they? Oh, of course. So he could, he could have done that. I'm sure there's loads of garden centres garden centers in Leicester. Well, should we tweet him? Perhaps we should, yeah. And uh, Just suggestions. Yeah. I mean, you know, fine. If you want to spend it with, with your family in Portugal, fine. But I'm just saying, there's a there's other... Um, avenues. There's other avenues available. So, something yeah. like this then. So, high... Adri- Dumb Woman's so, Avenue. Uh, <laughs> Butthole Avenue. Yeah. Let's not go down there. Uh, I don't want to go down there. Don't go down there. I'm not going to go down Butthole Avenue. Don't. Lane, no. whatever it is. Don't. <laughs> I've totally lost my track of thought. Don't That's worry right. It. I was going to say this. At Adrian Silva. Hi, Adrian. Have you considered packaging Christmas trees until January? In netting. In netting. Yeah. Not, not in boxes. It's impractical. So... There we go. So, hopefully, <laughs> well, just keep yourself fit, mate. Also, one more bit of transfer news. Um, Diego Costa is signed for Atletico Madrid, we're, uh, which we're is a, not a massive surprise. We're a couple of weeks of, but, um, out of sync with that, aren't we? But, um, yeah, no. what was it? It was quite a lot of money in the end, right? Yeah, it was like a million. That's right. It was. It, it was quite a bit. Around the million mark. Tens of million, for sure, yeah. Uh, in the tens, yes. So, um, good luck to him. Whatever. Bye. I don't have... I don't, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much because I just hate the guy. To <laughs> just be say no comment. I hate him. When it was him at Chelsea. No comment. Uh, as my least favourite footballer on the planet. Um, with Jose Mourinho as manager of Chelsea, one of my least favourite football people. Uh, I, that, that, was, that was annoying. I was just annoyed all the time thinking about them and or, watching them match the day. Just thinking this, this team just pisses me off. Or no comment. But fine. Yeah. I, Your opinion. I wear my... Opinions on my sleeve. Okay. Does anybody actually wear a heart on their if you sleeve? Have it, if you have it um, tattooed. Messy. Oh, actually, that's given. That's uh, that's just reminded me of something. We do have a new feature. We do have a new feature. I, t- I teed it up and we didn't. Uh... We we did it. We we had a few couple of stories on this uh, last week, a uh, last episode. Sorry. Correct. And um, we didn't have a jingle. We so we just um, did a off the cuff one. But we've created one for you now, and here it is. <laughs> Not in my day. Not in my day. Not in my, his day. His my yeah. day. His day. So stories about how football is becoming a bit ridiculous, which is really not hard to discuss no. with all of the ridiculous things that are happening in today's crazy world of football. So here's one for you, Joe. Are you aware of the MLS? Am I aware? The Major of Soccer League. Major League Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I am, of course, aware of MLS. And yes. are you aware, of with, within that, of the Philadelphia Union? Actually, no, I wasn't until well, they're a this team. very moment. They're a team. They're a team, aren't they? Mm. Not a union of teams. No. No. Now, the Philadelphia Union 
have just appointed their first chief tattoo officer. Or yeah. CTO. Sorry. <laughs> chief tattoo officer. Yes. He's an officer. <clears throat> Absolutely. And he's chief of... Does that, that suggest that there are tattoo employees who are beneath him in the tattoo rankings? Because he, if he's the chief... Oh, yeah, he's Captain Tattoo for sure. Right, but it suggests that there's other employees with tattoo-related jobs and he's in charge of them. <laughs> yeah, maybe just cleaning up the blood, <laughs> uh, making tea. Yeah, just sort of wiping the... Yeah. So, the Philadelphia Union of the MLS have named Jay Cunliffe, Cuncliffe sorry, <laughs> as the team's chief tattoo officer. Oh, CTO. CTO. Uh, Cuncliffe, the owner of Bone Daddy's Tattoo in Aston, Pennsylvania, right. beat out 150 applicants to be named CTO. Why did he beat them up? That's not what I don't know. He's aggressive. That's what they like, people tattoos, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Oh. Not to stereotype <laughs> or anything. No, but. no. I think he's got like... Uh, a. A dog with boxing gloves on one arm. Right. And a naked lady on the other. Yeah. So. There's probably an anchor in there somewhere. Yeah. Bun? What? An anchor. Uh, the uh, He and his shop will have a one-year contract with the union to provide tattoos to the club's players. <laughs> Chief tattoo officer. Yeah. The CTO will be, another professional res- uh, will be another professional resource for our players, just like trainers and nutritionists. 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 But with no... Professional value to it. No, well, apart from being a professional tattoo person. No, but it's not going to advance their career, is it? It's not no. going to help the if club. Any, it's going to hinder it. I mean, think of. Uh, I mean, tattooing is a very controlled and regulated industry now, but you can still get infected tattoos. Mm. Uh, I mean, remember the Marco Marco Asensio story about his shaving. Yeah, yeah. Similar. If you've, you know, you can get a uh, what do you call it? They go septic or something that could put mm. a player out. But that's what Doug Vosick. Uh, of uh, the VP of Philadelphia Union had to say. And he what's these acronyms, Dave? What's VP he, stand for? The vice stand president. For vaping president. Yes. <laughs> he said, if a player wants a tattoo, now they know they can call an artist who can work to their tastes and their specific schedules. Much like a tattoo parlour. <laughs> right. Go to Why do the they street. need their own yeah. official... Well, it's got to work to their specific schedules. I know. Go and get a tattoo done when you're not at work. There's a, there's That fits around your schedule. Here's an idea. It? After training, before training, yeah, not when you're playing a match. But also their specific taste, this guy will do. Right. Because so if, if you went into a normal tattoo parlour and asked for a big <laughs> picture of your mum, they would just draw you a moon. <laughs> and they go, oh, that's not why I asked for. He goes, well, I'm sorry, we don't work to your specific taste. It's not in my taste, yeah. so I decide what I draw on you with this really aggressive stabby pen. So, um, so there you go. Modern football. What a load of toss. Not mod. Oh, I've got the. Th- I've got yeah, the we, thing. We've got an out. Yeah, that's it. That's the only one I've got. So Is can, it? Yeah, you can play if you want. All right then. Not in my day. <laughs> in my day. I like the little. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we'll like, I'll hopefully have more of them. There's, there's. I'm sure there's plenty of plenty about plenty of stories to fill that segment. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Like what I was saying before, with the way football is now, I don't think we'll have to struggle too hard to find stories like that. Agree. Agree. <laughs> uh, that's all. I went all radio person voice then. Didn't I liked I? it. Yeah. I liked it. Did you? Mm. Good. So, from this point onwards, yes, dear. I'd like to talk about a very interesting, uh, well, myself and Sean, sorry, let me clarify. Oh, right, yeah. Myself and Sean Bean would like to discuss an interesting case of the bastards. You Bastard. Bastard. <laughs> that was the violin. You crafty bastard. Oh, you stupid bastard. Little bastard. Little bastardy bastard. 
There's another one there that uh, we could get Sean to say that's from Sharp, where he says, There's a French bastard in these hills. Hmm, I don't know. That's slightly specific and or racist. Racist? Not racist, no. I didn't say that. What? Remember? What's the bastard then? <laughs> <laughs> so again, uh, this isn't the most current of things. I think we missed it by a couple of weeks, but um, oh dear, oh dear. it's in a uh, a fixture of the Turkish Super Super League, Superliga. Yeah, one of them, definitely. Or maybe even not one of them. My research is impeccable. Just let you know. Uh, between Fenerbahce and Besiktas, two of the Premier teams of the, or Turkish as I League. say, Besiktas. Besiktas. Yeah, which is wrong. It's not. No, because it is spelt. B e s i k tas tas, basiktas or basiktas. I'll have to clarify that. No, you've got it. You've got it. Have I? You were right. Yeah. Uh, the reason that this entire fixture is is our bastard is because in this game, Dave, there were no fewer than five red cards. <laughs> what? Five red cards? Five red cards and nine yellow cards. Goodness me, that's. Uh... And this game also uh, includes, sorry to interrupt you. No. Includes some red cards for some, uh, well, a very well known player. Ricardo Quaresma was yeah, one of them. I know him, yeah. A Portuguese winger. Very, very tricky. Mm. Um, but He's also. Tricky little bastard. Uh, Ryan Babel. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's play, still playing. Plays for Basiktas. He's not even, because he played for Liverpool and he's very young. So oh. uh, he got a yellow card. And uh, also scored for Besiktas. Oh. Also, Alvaro Negredo has ended up at Besiktas, and he got a yellow card too. So sorry, Babel, um, he scored and then got sent off. No, he got a yellow card in the 90th minute. Oh, he got a yellow card. Along, oh. yeah. So he's really enjoying himself, and then the ref went and burst his Babel. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, also, sorry, he's, the ref went and burst his Babel. Oh, okay, I just said. yes, I got it. <laughs> well done. Sake. All right, yeah. Um, what else happened in that game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Vincent Janssen, the former Tottenham player, or is he yeah. on loan? He scored for Fenerbahce as well. Did he? Did he get so sent off? some well-known players in it. He didn't. He got a yellow card. <laughs> it's easier to ask there. who didn't get sent off. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we've got uh, two red cards for Fenerbahce and mm. three for Pasiktas. And Fenerbahce managed to win the game 2-1. Wow. Uh, there was two yellow cards and one red card in the 90th minute. Right. So okay. that's a little scuffle then, is it? A bit of a scuffle, yeah. Um, Yakup. Got a red card in the 90th minute. That's right. Uh, Atiba Hutchinson got a red card in the 85th minute. Okay. But uh, Koi Bassi got a red card in the 88th minute as well. Wow. So it sounds like the game got a little bit saucy towards the last 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it does sound. It looks that way, yeah. Uh, but five red cards. I've never heard anything like it. Um, I what? guess I don't know at what point they forfeit the match. How ma- I think how many players are sent off from one team before the ref has to call it off. That's what I'm saying, Isn't yeah. It? Well, they had three, so it must be four, I assume. Four or five? Because then surely you can't even play. And he would, like, that's ridic- that would be ridiculous. You can't play. I mean, if you were the only team that had red cards and you got four players sent off, like, you can't <laughs> yeah. play 7 v 11. You're down to... One, two, yeah. You're down to less players. Yeah, much less, yeah. <laughs> four less. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. So that's they're, they're my bastards, really. Both of those teams in that ridiculous... Brawl. I mean, how could you get five professionals sent off and nine yellow cards? That's that's nine players half sent off. Okay. 
<laughs> well, not. Is it? Is that, I don't know how, if that's how it's referred to. Yeah, that's how the, the FA... Oh, I can't believe I got half cent off in that game. You know, all the referees go to those conferences and discuss the rules and how they're going to be consistent. Yeah. That's how they talk about yeah, it. Yeah, they just like they don't children. say yellow cards. Oh, no, him I fully sent off and that one I half sent off because exactly. he was being real cheeky to me. But I wanted to give him second chance. Yeah. Like that. Yes, yes. <laughs> You like that notion, don't you? Half that sense a, that's a bastardly game of football, isn't it? Was it was bastardly, you, you bastard. You cheeky bastard. You stupid bastard. You <laughs> red card bastards. Bastard. So thank you, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, that was, yeah. So bastard yeah. of the week. Yeah. Uh, Fenerbahce versus Besiktas. Besiktas. So the whole game is the bastard? Yes, the whole fixed here. Okay. Fine. Especially the nine yellow cards... And the five, six, Sorry about my chair. five red cards involved in it. Redonkulous. Um, you pointed at something. Did you want me to tell that story too? Oh, the the, the title looks interesting. Would you uh, Would you like to do me a live jingle um, based upon this notion? Did you know? Oh, did you know? That was excellent. Thank you. You do it again. Oh, did you know? It was the sort of uh, uh, the closeness of it. Yeah, yeah, I found it very... Uh, oh, very close. Yeah. I'm sitting on your lap. There is that, yeah. I think maybe mm. we should try and use the space around us a little bit more efficiently Yeah, I'm si- it's getting harder and harder. To si- I mean, well, don't it, say that. No, no. It's what's, Did I know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the title of this article, Dave, is Manchester Police Still Relies on Windows XP. Mm-hmm. Does that scare you? No, you're talking well, to someone should. who is um, not computer illiterate. Okay, well, that's good. I can no, hold you. on. Not computer literate. Not computer illiterate. Yes, you, you got that the right way around. <clears throat> so England's second biggest police force has revealed that more than one in five of its computers were still running Windows XP as of July this year. Mm. Greater Manchester Police told BBC that 1,518 of its PCs ran the ageing operating system, representing 20% of all the office computers it used. Microsoft ended nearly all support for the operating system in 2014, but at that point it was already uh, very old. And I'm <laughs> hoping that I'm going to get to the point where it tells me exactly how old it is. Always read ahead. Yes, yes, absolutely. So all experts say that using such um, obsolete software could pose an extreme hacking risk. Okay, and this is the police. The police. <laughs> Good. Right, who you expect to be the paragons of uh, defending themselves against hacking. Mm. Hacking. Um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, you know, the, there was that famous NHS hack where they locked out people and ransomed them for loads of money. And this is, you know, this is public services, things that our taxes are paying for. And they're using Windows XP. Taxes, what are they? Taxes. Kidding. Uh, Kidding. I'm worried about you now, Dave. So, basically, Windows XP, Dave. Yes. This gives you a little bit of a heads up, and especially considering how quickly technology moves now. It was released in 2001. (laughs) And they're still using that. Let's think of things that came out in 2001. Um, Okay, what came out in 2001? Things to come from 2001. In 2001, I was playing... The original Xbox. 2001. Um, it's a long time ago. It is. I was just at school. Before, just, were you? Yes. Goodness. I was not at school. Why uh, weren't you, you truant? No, I'd left by then. You were already in the army, weren't you? No, I wasn't in the army. Yeah, you were. No, I wasn't, Joe. <laughs> I was in the Air Force. And very well you know. 
yeah, I was probably just uh, away fighting for my country while you were, you know, playing Xbox. Yeah, playing Xbox, doing my bit. Different worlds, eh? Worlds for different apart. needs. <laughs> worlds apart. <laughs> so basically, they need to up their game. They need what to up their game. Do- what are they doing? What are they doing? You know, I um, I want to trust the police with. Oh, that's that's their that's their motto. My love, <laughs> is it? We want you to trust us. They're, I thought you meant their motto is "I want to trust the police." No, hold on, you are the police. No, yeah. why should you be trusted? No, their motto is "We want you to trust us." With that kind of inflection as well. Yes. like please trust us. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's a, it's just a big old hacking risk. Uh, you know, Microsoft have stopped their support for it, uh, so therefore, kind of the gates are open for it to be uh, abused. I bet all the police officers are just sitting around, probably playing original Xboxes. Maybe, um, yeah. Well, I can't think of any, uh, like, Championship Manager, 2001, 2002. Don't really relate everything to computer games. I'm trying to think of some football references. So. And it is a computer that we're talking about. So It is a computer. Maybe they were using MS-DOS. Well, no, they weren't because it's Windows XP. How about Microsoft Word 2000 and... 2000? Perhaps they were just writing <laughs> things down. You know, the good old-fashioned way. Typewriters. Notebooks. Anyway... I think yeah, the, the key to that, Dave, is, is you summed it up nicely when you said always read ahead. Well, the, the, your your starting off st- uh, question was, did you know? And it turns out that I didn't actually know. No, that none much. of us knew. Yeah. So good. I knew the headline. You knew, yeah, good. Which is good, right, Joe? I got I got something. I've got something for you. I've got something to end on. Is it uh, wonderfully creative? <laughs> not, not that I've, I've had enough, but uh, it's always nice to end on something light, isn't it? Yes. Is it wonderfully creative, Dave? Oh, it is. It's a. It's a kind. Of, it's like a bit of a word game. Yeah. Um. I'm going to call it Dave's word game. Can we call it something a bit more jazzy? Like what? Like Dave's wonderfully creative game of words. No. Okay. Um. Now, recently, you and I, uh, we travelled together. You and I. We went to the London Podcast Festival. We did. And we travelled on the London Overground and Underground uh, facilities. Yeah. And. When we were travelling on the underground, you invited me to play a little game with you. I'm glad you had... you're crediting me with this game. Yeah, no, this is not this is not my game. Yeah. Yeah, and uh well, what was the game, Joe? It was trying to basically make the stations on the underground network uh dirty. Yes. And do you want to give me some examples of ones that you came up with? Yes. Uh, well stations or lines or anything to do with it. Uh off the top of my head, Hammersmith and Shitty Line. Yes. Good. Uh, Waterpoo Station. Yeah, good. Would you like me to carry on? Or Do another know? one, yeah, um, if you've got one. Westminster. <laughs> that is a good one. Thank you. So I have tra- I have tran- transpired this. <laughs> have you? Yes. Into um, football and football teams. Excellent. So I've got some um, Rudy football teams that I have created for you. Right. Okay. Yeah. Only a few, not many. I mean, obviously, you could have... The city teams, you know, Manchester shitty, yeah, Man- Manchester uh, Leicester titty, you know, <laughs> but that's <laughs> yes. you know they're they're obvious, they're obvious. Yeah. So I've got these ones for you. Are you ready? Yep. Arse anal. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, that's, an, that's it's got two words for arse in the name. Yeah, arse anal. It's a good starting point. It's isn't excellent. It? Yes, yeah. well done. Um, crystal phallus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it. Like it. Okay, I went a bit crazy on the next one. Mm-hmm. Twattenham hot sperm. Yes, you've got twat Actually, uh, yeah. and hot sperm. Is that there. too much? Or I'm I'm happy with it. Okay, <laughs> good. Uh, West Brom tits Albion. 
What? West Brom Tits Albion. As in Bromage. Yeah. Brom Tits. Yeah. That, that one's good. Or you could, I suppose of... you could do West Brom Minge Albion. That's probably better. West Brom Bitch. Okay. West Brom. Albie Bum. Up your, West Brom Bitch, up your bum. <laughs> okay. But no, yeah, it was good. I just thought it was good. And for my last one, I had to delve into the um, championship. Ship. Championship. 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 <laughs> I'll finish with Derby Cunty. Uh, very good. Yes. That's it. Drop to C-bomb. There you go. Okay. Throwing it away. That And that was written down on paper. Was it? Yeah. None of this XP nonsense All for right. me, son. Blimey. Uh, written down on paper. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that? I've got uh, one for you off the top of my head if you go like on then. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manchester United's. Mm. No, no, it works. Definitely yeah, it, works. I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine, isn't it? It's fine. <laughs> well, that's how we <laughs> rate, that's stuff. how we gauge our <laughs> podcast content. Yeah. It's fine. Content? Content. <coughs> All right. Uh, that's we, enough. Come on. Yeah. That's a, uh, what, what, how many C-bombs does it take to go over the threshold, do you think? I don't think we should say any. And I apologise for those. Um, as, as you well should. It's not a word uh, that... I would associate myself with. But I would associate it with Joe. <laughs> and uh, I, I wouldn't uh, refute that. Okay. So. Well, I'm going to say goodbye then because I've got some bits to be getting on with. You've got to go right. over, yeah? I've, yeah, I've got... I've actually in quite a rush. So Busy man. So we just run through the old social media stuff? Yeah. Twitter yeah. at Round the Back Pod? Yeah. Facebook and all that? Yeah, I thought you. I thought it was taking it in turns. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Website, roundtheback.com, comment on us. Drop a comment and... Um, and listen, like, share. We're on iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Castbox, Overcast. For you Androidinous people. Oh, very good. Um, that's about it, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. Also, um, check out some friends we made from the podcast festival, London Podcast Festival, Faces for Podcasts. They gave us a very nice review too. Uh, we will be doing the same back to them. Uh, they're good fun. Check them out. Funny guys. Funny guys. Um, so yeah thanks very much Dave any AOB um, no <laughs>